Yo, 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 yo. Here, this is your boy, Dr. IBZ. This is the IVP podcast with Dr. IBZ. This is the Imperfect Vent podcast with Dr. IBZ. So yeah, today we got um, we got a nice, chill, smooth pod for today. You know, um, where's my where's my script sheet? Hope everyone's having a good week. You know, applause. You know what I mean? My voice may get a little bit louder as we go, but it's one of those pods where you know I gotta keep it down, gotta keep it low. Fucking 2 a.m. in the morning, but you know, we keep going, we keep working, you know what I mean? So, now, this is the Jackie Robinson episode. This is episode number 42. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, we out here, we out here. Now, um, for today, there's a bunch of topics that I'm gonna talk about. Um, I'm gonna do, um, one. Song. I was, I was gonna do a Kevin Gates uh, album session review, but I'd rather do it on a later pod. You know, I should do it right now, but I'm gonna do it on a later pod because you guys are probably not gonna you're not gonna feel it as much because I'm it's it's too late at night right now to be jamming. You know what I mean? But we're gonna have a song of the pod though. Songs of Banger. This is You by Kevin Gates. This is off that new album, Kaza. Hey. DJ Dr. Eves bringing the medicine to the fiends. Track off the album. This is truth be told. Yo, you hear that sample though? This might just turn into an album review, but you hear that sample? 
matter to you that much, but I just thought I might share. Release the things which cause me grief, which means that I do not care. You feel my spirit in the room whenever I am not there. You're alone, your heart cries out for me. Yes, I am aware. We all make mistakes, and we love to love. You don't feel the same when my name brought up. Heartbreak is rough. Biggie dangerous. You still crave my love like angels. Amazing, I was thinking I'm someone you should know. It ain't a bitch I can't make crazy, baby. Truth be told, I know I'm fly as hell. Don't know no one of myself. I walk in the room and you go, You gotta catch your girl. That money been coming in low, bed then piled up. You show your all right, y'all. That was fire. That was fire. I'm getting lightheaded. It's kind of hot, yeah. All right, now we're gonna get into the current events. We're speeding through this this part today. You know, we're probably gonna do like 30, 40 minutes, but we still got a pod. You know what I'm saying? We got a pod still. You know, so we're gonna do our current events. can't find it now okay i was about to say yo i was about to get cheesed yo oh my, oh my god wrong song wrong song guys found it hold on is it right here no it's right here you fuckers know what time it is fucking jewelry my record's almost diamond Current events. Current events. Current events. All right, yo. So, for our current events, we're gonna go right into Toronto business. Now, I don't know what's going on in Toronto. But there's been a lot of like chaos, you know what I mean? Like a lady got set on fire at Kipling Station. I think I don't know if I potted about that last time. That's crazy. And then you had an explosion. So I'm like every time I, I like I look at I follow this Toronto like breaking news um account, and every time I look on that account, I just see I just see some type of fuckery on there i just see something happen this happened this happened i'm like yo what's going on in toronto but i keep forgetting there's millions of people that live here so there's always going to be some bullshit happening construction on eglinton now i don't know how long they've been doing that construction since i was in high school that was about more than 10 years ago like since i started like this is 09 this is when drake when drake first started like being known on the rap scene these niggas were doing construction on Eglinton and you're telling I think they even started before I don't even know but let me let's see let's google when they started when did Eglinton when did construction on Eglinton start I bet you people google that when did construction on Eglinton start so 2011 
so I was in I was in grade 11 so they've been working on this shit since 2011 bro and right now it is 2022 it's 11 years man like Drake is Drake Drake came out with Take Care I think at this time and Drake was popping this nigga's doing house music now and you're telling me these niggas still didn't they're, they're not even remotely close or anything like I feel like it's like a tax write-off for the city or something or like it's a it's a job that the contractors are trying to like hold down so they can get as much money as they can because that just makes no sense how they're still building that shit um I also I was I was watching this video shout out to that chapter shout out to Mike and I didn't know people were doing this, yo. People were are are like killing their spouses or significant others with Visine. So all you have to do is put a couple of drops of Visine into someone's coffee like every day without them knowing, and voila! Don't I? I will. So I heard allegedly. I'm just like, God damn, yo. Why not just get a divorce? Like if you really don't like your significant other. You do not like them. You don't want to be around them. Just get a divorce. Break up. There's no harm in doing that. Because, like, at the end of the day, are you going to crash out and go to jail over this person that you no longer like? It makes no sense to go to jail over, over someone that you don't like. You know what I mean? And now you have to live with that decision. That is like the, I don't know, that's stupid logic. You know what? This I don't want to divorce him. It's gonna to cost too much money. Let me just kill him, or let me just kill her. I don't get that shit, yo. Just get a fucking divorce and move on with it. Like, yes, it's gonna be it's gonna suck. There's gonna be the custody battles. It's gonna be who gets what. But like, y'all decided to get married. If y'all decide to 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 to, to break up, fuck it, break up. But once you start making it like way harder for like other people like when i say other people when you make it way harder for yourself you're being an idiot because you're ruining your life and you're ruining that person's life and you're ruining the lives of your family and the other person's family which is why i don't recommend and i don't understand why people like to do that so it's just to me it's just like it just mind boggles me like just get a fucking divorce yo hashtag get a divorce what are we doing out here man what are we doing out here like i don't understand that you're telling me you're gonna you're gonna figure out a way to kill your significant other by putting vaccine whatever in there to kind of get to that come on bro i don't i don't know there's like a next lady, she uses um, windshield wiper, I think, fluid. And she'd put that in the man's Gatorade, put that in the man's coffee. And the man, he does, he didn't notice. He noticed it tasted funny, but he would still drink it. And then the man ended up dying. Then he, she got away with it. And then she got bare money off the life insurance. Then she did it to her her, 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 um, her daughter, I think, because her daughter was being annoying. And I'm like, yo... Either kick her out the crib or deal with your daughter, dog. That's her family. That's her blood. She didn't want to be here. So you have to deal with that. 
one thing that parents need to understand is that a lot of us, not a lot of us, all of us didn't want to be here. Y'all wanted to have kids, children, and now we're here. And now since we're here, some of y'all don't want to have the responsibility anymore. You're in this shit for life. If I'm 21 years old, whether I'm 30 years old, whether I'm 40 years old, you're in this shit for life. You have to help. You don't just go, oh, 18, I'm done. 21, I'm done. Once he moves out, I'm done. No, there's still more work to do. Like, what, you're not going to take care of your kid anymore? Like, I don't understand people. Like, I don't get it. And then the parents that force their kids to go to graduate, go to school, go to school, go to school, get educated, get educated, get educated. But don't congratulate. Don't give a fuck. Don't congratulate. They don't give a fuck. And also, they don't show up to the graduation. How about that one? Hmm? Huh? How about that one? Ha, 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 ha. I hear crickets. I'm telling you. Huh? Like, literally. Y'all just, y'all be like, yo, education is there. Education, go get educated, get educated. And y'all don't pull up to your children's funeral, uh, not funeral, <laughs> graduation. My bad. Graduation, y'all don't pull up. Dude, what the fuck? Like, what's wrong with you? Y'all been promoting this shit, pushing, 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 pushing. Do this, do this, do this, do this. Just for y'all not to show up to the graduation. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. Like, how do you expect that person to be motivated for college? Knowing that even if he finishes college, guess what? You're not even going to pull up to that graduation too. So why should he even pull up? You know, and I'm talking from personal experience as well. Like, I've seen it. I've went through it. Parents, children, try to get your parents to attend your graduation. Tell them how important it is. Parents, stop fucking forcing your kids to go to school and do all this shit. And then when it comes time for for them to like show you guys, like, yo, I graduated, you don't pull up, and then you embarrass them at the graduation. Everyone's family's there. Everyone's like, oh, I'm proud of you. Da, 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 da. And you get nothing. You're just standing outside with literally nobody. Nobody. You might get a couple congratulations from family, friends, like friends of people, your friends, family or whatever. But other than that, you don't get shit. You walk outside, you have your fucking diploma, your robe or whatever. And you're just standing out there and you're just like, yo, man, fuck this. And you end up smoking a fat blunt. You know, it's, 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 yeah. It's hella depressing because it's almost like people are looking at you like, like, yo, is this guy an orphan? This guy, this guy have no family? Like, how, how's your family not here for your fucking high school graduation? Nope. College graduation? Nope. So, if you're gonna force people to do shit, be there when they accomplish it. When they accomplish it and you're not there, then they're gonna be like, what was the fucking point of you fucking forcing me to do this shit? You forced me to do this shit. I did it. I finished it, right? I finished it on time. And now you're you're not there during my graduation. You can't even take a day off work. You can't tell work, oh, I gotta take a day off. No, I have to work. All right. 
why the fuck am I, I have to work so that we can pay the bill, well, nigga, you can leave work early that day, you can leave work early, come to the fucking shit, and then we take a taxi all the way home, that's it, we go to get something to eat, take a taxi home, that's what you people usually do with graduations, you know, they usually take their kid out to eat, congratulate them, look at their diploma, oh wow, you know what I mean, Give them a couple muggy sandwiches, you know what I'm saying? Like, you did good, kid, you know what I'm saying? And then, I don't give a fuck what it's man, man, female. If I'm the dad, I'm gonna be giving my kids nuggy sandwiches. I don't give a fuck cool they are, daughter, whatever, ruin her hair and shit. Did good, you did good. You know what I mean? That's what the kid wants. At the end of the day, you, you, when it comes down to school, your parents are the one forcing you to do this shit. You don't even know about school until one day you're chilling, you're sitting down, you're watching your cartoons, and then one day your, your mom comes up to you and goes, hey, you're going to school tomorrow, or next week you're going to school, and you're like, what? Like, yeah, we got you into the school, you gotta go to school now. It's like daycare, but you learn, and you go, oh, okay, like literally, and you go to fucking school, and from there on, you just fucking hate going to school. You might find reasons to go to school, which is your friends, your um uh, all the relationships you may build off of school, all the social skills you build off of school, all like, you know, situation things to happen, you know, you, you like your first girl from school, like, you know, all that type of shit, you go through like a nice life process through school socially. But besides that, your parents are forcing you to go there. You didn't ask them to go there. They didn't ask you if you wanted to go there. So why the fuck am I going there? And then after I accomplish the goal, you guys decide not to show up to my shit. That is like hella annoying. And then you're like, you know what? Maybe just high school. Maybe high school's not that important to them. Haha. Nope. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Because guess what? Dude, what the fuck? These motherfuckers don't go to your college graduation. That is probably one of the most important graduations is your college one. That's like your stepping stone. Like, that's like, oh, after this, I'm going to do this. And like, they, you know, usually like when, when, you're in, when you're at like those type of graduations, people ask you, so what are you going to do next? What are you going to do next? What do you get? And you get to literally, you might not even know what the fuck you're going to do next, but you get to hear other people's opinion and you get to hear other people speak and you get to hear other people like debate shit and you get to hear people go well i'm gonna go here i'm gonna do this oh i was thinking about taking an extra program i was thinking about doing that and doing that and you get to hear everyone's type of vibe or not vibe or goals and then you can create your own goal from that if you don't know what the hell you're doing and then boom now you know what you're doing me i skip my fucking graduation you want to know i skip my graduation because no one wanted to fucking attend my graduation. And I had to fight to get graduate. College, I had to fight tooth and nail to graduate. So I had a teacher. The teacher, I think, failed me. But then I did some extra work, so they passed me. But then fucking George Brown didn't recognize the fact that that mark is now a passing grade. So I had to literally contact George Brown. Yo, bro, I was like, I was like, I was like, wait, what? What are you talking about? There must be a, there must be a little error there. You know what I mean? So I fucking, 
I, I emailed them. This is and this is when I was going through a dark phase too. So and I was like, what? I'm not graduating. That was like my safety net to know that I graduated, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I can relax now. So I go on my laptop. I research. Um, what did I search up? I searched up something on my laptop. I searched up. Um, oh no no! I emailed the the guidance counselor, I'm like, yo, I'm not graduating, she's like, no, you can't graduate, I'm like, well, I I passed this grade, and this person said that I passed this grade, so can you guys please review it, they reviewed it, they seen that I actually passed the grade, and then they changed my non-graduate thing to a graduation, so now, they said, you graduated, so now they're like, you're gonna get your certificate, blah, 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 it's gonna come in the mail, do you want to attend the graduation? Let us know, and we'll we'll sh- like how many people, blah blah. blah. I so I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll let you guys know by this certain time. They said just pull up to the school. Uh, I think you just you pull up to the school, you sign a couple forms, or no, you do an online form on how many people you're bringing, and if you don't do it by a certain time, then you just pull up yourself. So for me, I didn't sign the form. I went to my Dukes went to my older bro was like yo I, i'm graduating you guys want to reach this is college graduation nah i got work nah i gotta work nah i gotta work so now i'm like you know what man fuck this graduation fuck doing finance fuck all this shit fuck school i went to school so for these motherfuckers because my older bro kept pushing, go, you have to go to post-secondary. And I'm, tell, and I'm telling this nigga, why? I can make a shit ton of money, not be in debt, and I could, like, at least be comfortable for the next, for the next, like, five to ten years until I figure out what I'm going to do because I'm going to do something entrepreneurial. I'm going to do something that's off. I'm going to do something else. You know, right now I'm podcasting. I never knew I was going to be podcasting, but I knew I was going to be doing something along these lines. In like the entertainment world, I was gonna either be behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean. But I was gonna do something, so, and I knew I was gonna do something multimedia. So it's like I knew that was gonna happen. I knew they didn't really have courses on that in college, really, unless I wanted to take like a coding course or a tech course. So I took finance because everything revolves around money, and then. I figured, and then once I figured out that these niggas ain't pulling up to my graduation, I said, yo, fuck this. I'm just going to use that knowledge to the best I can, whatever I learned there, because I was, first year of college, I was killing it, but then by the by the last semester, I was like, fuck this, I'm out. You know what I mean? Because I just seen this, it was bullshit. Like, they weren't teaching me anything about finance. They only had, like, one course on finance. The rest was, like, all random dumb shit. I'm like, can you guys just teach me? strictly finance the first two years and then the dumb shit you know what i mean so like it's like easier make it hard in the beginning because that's when you're more focused is in the beginning and then as you ease on make it more easier so that we can get the fuck out of here and we already learned what we had to learn but anyways like you don't learn taxation till like year two or three taxation that shit should be year one i should be learning about fucking taxes in year one i should not be learning about it in year fucking two and i failed that bitch once then i failed income tax once like taxes it, it did not make sense to me i'm going on a tangent but taxes don't make sense to me because 
why am I working my ass off? Barely paying my bills. And I got to fucking pay the government too. To live on this land that I was born on. That I have, I had no choice to be here. I didn't fucking ask to be here. Why do I have to pay everybody? It's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, capitalism is so annoying. Like, it's so, it's good, but it's annoying at the same time. Like, every, the moment you're born, you're ching Literally, you're a dollar sign the moment you're born. It's like, yo, let me ease into this shit, bro. Like, put, make me a dollar sign the moment I graduate high school. Don't make me a dollar sign the moment I'm fucking born. Anyways, so I said, fuck this. I'm not doing this shit anymore. And I and I kept work. And then I think I was working in the kitchen at the time. Still am. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep working in the kitchen. Fuck this. And I kept working in the kitchen. And then I think like a year or two later, a year later, literally, my older bro gets married, go to Africa. And then, yeah. So I ended up graduating. These niggas didn't want to pull up. I still graduated, got my certificate ready to go. I told them to just mail it in. I'm not I'm not reaching. And it was probably one of the worst decisions I've made in my life. I I attended all my graduations except for my college one and I should have. That was my right. That was I worked hard for that shit. I should have attended that. Even if no one pulled up, I should have attended that shit. I should have attended that graduation, man. I don't know why I didn't. I know why I didn't because I was mad at my fucking parents and my older brother. But it's just the rant. I basically, the moral of the story for this rant is basically, if you're gonna force your child to go to school, then please, for the sake of Allah, attend their graduation. Ask them how they're doing. Ask them if they need help with their homework. Even if it's college and you don't know what the fuck they're doing. Ask them. You niggas are so disengaged, man. And when I say niggas, I'm I'm not I'm just talking about like yo, you want your kids to go to college, you do all this bullshit, and then you guys are disengaged with it. Oh, you think they're gonna give a fuck about school? A lot of people the reason why they don't give a fuck about school is because their parents are disengaged. All my niggas that that are that that killed school that are doing good right now is because their parents were on the ass about school, and the moment they accomplished it, they gave them the world. They gave them the fucking world, Chico. You know what I'm saying? You, get, you guys don't know where that's from. Come on, dog. You guys don't know where that's from. Come on, bro. This is from, from one of my favorite movies right here. The eyes. The eyes. They never lie. Oh, he's trying to fuck the, his, his boss's lady. Mm-hmm. I say we have to you guys. You 
what's coming to you? The world, Chico. And everything in it. That's it. That's it. That's how you gotta live life. But you gotta you gotta be like fuck it like Scarface, bro. Cause sometimes, yo, being being a nice person ain't gonna get you far in life, bro. And I've tried. Being nice only gets you so far. You have to be a dick. You have to look out for yourself sometimes too. You have to be a little bit selfish. If you do not have an ounce of selfish blood within you, you are not going to thrive in this capitalistic economy, place, whatever. So, more to the story. Parents, children, go to school, do what you got to do. But if you're going to force your kids to go to school, 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 their whole lives, school, 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 make fucking sure that you attend their graduation and you're fucking aware of what they're doing. If they have a project on ants, you know that they have a fucking project on ants due on June 4th or May 15th or whatever. You know Wang Wang. If they have a college, if they're in college, they have a coding assignment, they need help, you help them. You don't have to help them by knowing what the fuck to do, but you set, you give them a plate of food, some brain food. Boom, here you go, bro. Or... If they're if they're if they're studying abroad or studying, they're not around. You send the money. You go, yo. Here's the money. Here you go. You know what I mean? But like the fact that you like some of you parents just want your kids to to like yo go to school, you'll be successful, and then nothing happens. Nothing fucking happens for that child, and that child has been struggling after that, thinking like like like. Man, I, I was told you're gonna be the prime minister one day if you're smart and if you if you work hard and like nigga, the fuck out of here, man. False hope, false dreams. Figure out your own shit and don't let other people tell you what to do. You gotta figure out your own shit because the sooner you do it, the better you're gonna be at it and the be- the faster you're gonna figure out figure it out and you're gonna be with the current times. I had to start this podcasting shit before I hit 30 because I was like, yo, if I don't figure out something to do before I'm 30 while I'm still in tune with what's going on, then I'm going to lose what's being in tune with what's going on and you never know what can happen after that. (coughs) And you don't want that. You want to be able to keep thriving and keep moving. You know what I mean? And you want to have your, your dreams. And sometimes your dreams don't align with your parents' dreams. So you got to comply with them. Be content. You know what I mean? You got to compromise. You still do your shit on the side and you do the school shit. You do the school shit. You do your shit on the side. And you keep it moving. Now, if your parents still approve of what you're doing on the side and they come to your graduation, that means they support you. When they don't, it's not that they don't support you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that my parents didn't support me in school. I'm saying your child is going to feel like there's lack of support for them doing what you told them to do and they accomplished it. It's not on the child. It's, It's not just on the child to feel accomplished. It's also on you. And also like there's a I have another tangent to go into right after this one. 
man, this is like this is very near and dear to me. I don't know if this is just a, a man thing or if it's a black people thing or a black man thing, but yo, I don't get it. Why, like everyone wants to be the fucking boss. Everyone wants to be the head honcho. Everyone wants to be the alpha. Everyone wants to be the guy that runs shit. Everyone wants to be the guy. Yo, he's the reason why I'm, bro. Let's all work together and build something. That person needs, we need that person because we need that person for that specific thing. We need this person for this specific thing. They're good at that. They're good at that. That's how you build something. You don't build something by like, I'm going to do everything. And then you you fucking crumble because you can't fucking do everything yourself. Then you build other connections with other people. You break bread with other people. And then your niggas that you're, that you're trying to come up with, they're looking at you like, yo, you know what I'm saying? So try to build something with the people that, that, that you feel like you should build with. It doesn't have to be day ones. It doesn't have to be, you should just be like people, you know, like I've known that guy for a minute. We barely talk, but when we do, it's pretty, it's pretty nice. It's pretty solid. You know what? Let me go talk to that nigga. Let me see what he's saying. You go talk to him. You say, yo, what are you saying with this? Da, 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 and literally figure it out. Or, or you might bump into someone on the street that you haven't seen in a while. You bump into them. You go, yo, what are you saying? Like, yo, you good? Da, 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 da. Yo, I'm doing this now. Oh, yo, I'm doing this. And then maybe them two things can mesh and meet. There's different ways to build a team. It's, it takes a while to build a team. But once you know you have to build a team, then you know what to look for. Like me, I know what to look for. I know I need an editor slash like the, the, this person has to be an editor sound man sound person slash videographer like they can edit videos all i have to do is record everything and then send them the recordings send them send them the recordings send them the the, the vocal pattern send them all that shit and then they're good to go you know what i mean so there's multiple things that you can do in order to sustain that right now right now i ain't got the money to pay motherfuckers but i can pay them per job you know what i mean like hey i recorded this video but the thing is when you're first doing it you can do it yourself once you start making money off the shit then you can be like yo i make this much money per podcast or this much money per episode i'm willing to give you x amount or 10 percent or this amount of money per episode if you do this and then that person goes, okay, they agree on it. You guys sign off on it. You know what I mean? And then boom, that's it. That's how it should be. You know what I mean? That's how people should move. That's how people should be because it, it's it's very it's very different when when you're trying to build something from when you're trying to build something out of nothing. It's the hardest fucking thing to do. And I'm telling you guys, like, like I commend like the YouTubers and like the streamers that like started from like just a just a mic and a computer, and they've been running ever since. Like I commend those people. <laughs> like me, I'm not gonna show no visuals till maybe I was thinking episode 50, but maybe episode 100, or maybe episode 60. I don't know yet, but I have to lead up to that. I have to do a nice setup in my crib. Oh, I'm sorry, I dropped my phone. Set up in my crib or somewhere. You know what I mean? And like once I do that setup, it's it's over. 
once I do the setup, I can do the visuals, I can have the visuals and shit, and I can be more animated with how what I'm doing, you know what I mean? So, like, the, the YouTube, especially the YouTubers that don't show their face, all you hear is their voice, them motherfuckers, they get a lot of views, and I'm like, yo, how are these niggas getting so many views? It's not easy. They just found a niche, and they, they that's all they do. <clears throat> like, there's a lot of people that they find... They look up cave diving incidents. They research every single cave diving incident, every single mountain incident, every single um, underwater scuba diving incident. They just research those. They do it how they like to do it with a script. They have all their their notes. They have all their, their bibliography and they fucking go in and they drop video after video. And once their shit starts to pick up steam, they just start dropping more frequently, right? to gain more followers once they have a base then they can start dropping once a month once every two weeks once every three weeks they can start chilling more you know what i mean because your old videos are starting to make you a lot more money because people are going back to your old videos and watching your old shit that's how it usually it goes so usually i feel like i feel if if you if if one of your videos pop off on your YouTube channel that it has that in comparison is related to all your other videos like the format or like the the style or like how you your input is Garen fucking teed Garen fucking teed that all your other videos all the views are gonna go up all of them and then imagine how much money you're going to start making from all your past videos, getting all them views, and then all your new videos, getting all them views. So now, exactly. So then once you create a good ecosystem for yourself, pocket-wise, you, now you can start focusing on the content. Now you can start paying editors. Now you can start, you know what I mean? You can start doing shit like that. But at first, you're literally editing everything. You're doing everything yourself. Once you once you start making money, once you once you penetrate the algorithm, as I like to say, you're good to go. But it's not as easy as people may think. Is what I'm trying to like allude to. Like if people like to think that it's like, oh, it's just quick. You just do it what at one time. Like you, you just make a viral video. So some people, what they'll do is they'll make a a quick like a quick a quick viral video. Like you can do. Um, top 10 deaths and your video is going to pop up guaranteed on the algorithm right top 10 cele- oh, not even death top 10 celebrity deaths boom someone that's chilling in buttfuck nowhere is going to be like hmm, let me look up the top 10 celebrity deaths you know and then boom your shit is right there I, I, chances are at least a thousand people are going to watch your shit worldwide 100% right if I put so-and-so reacts, people are going to be like, man, who the fuck is Dr. Eves? Dr. Eves reacts? Man, I don't know who the fuck that is. They'll keep scrolling. They won't give a fuck about, like, you know what I mean? It's about, it's all about your caption and, and try, drawing people to your videos. Because your videos are going to pop up. Chances are your videos are always going to pop up. It's whether or not your videos are going to be in someone's time, their, their timeline, their algorithm. So if they, if someone is in, like, I haven't found, like, I haven't found a niche, as they say, right? So if someone is into fucking um, anime, 
and my podcast was anime based, I would be getting a lot of views from the anime community and my podcast would be popping on anime timelines on people's YouTube recommended. You know what I mean? Because they watch anime. Now, if, if, if I don't talk about anime, then my shit is never going to pop up on their shit because they mostly watch anime on YouTube or they mostly watch a certain thing on YouTube. So if you, if, if you watch everything on YouTube, chances are it's going to be harder for me to even pop up because I don't really have a direct thing that I'm doing. I don't have a direct, direct topics that I talk about, right? So I need to find that in order for me to find that I need to keep going. And I'm not trying to steal or hijack anyone else's shit. I want to do my own shit. And that's going to take a while. Because I'm not going to do crazy internet stories because everyone's doing that. I'm not going to do some crazy history because everyone's doing that. True crime. I can do my my take on a true crime story that I found like fucking weird. But other than that, like I can't really like go in. I'm not going to do the jail shit because like there's so many other shit that I could do that I could find that I'm actually interested in. And once I could do that and find a nice blend with that and the world topics and shit then I could find a nice successful marriage and then I could keep going or if people actually like me going off on a tangent or me fucking just talking about all the different topics then good to go I personally don't give a fuck so that's how I move that's how I do it you know what I mean so and that was my little fucking tangent on how annoying it is to, um, <clears throat> to to go to school <laughs> and then your parents don't show up to your fucking graduation dude what the fuck so we have other topics um oh man <clears throat> don't even get me started on this one so first first we're gonna we're gonna go into something funny I have two more rants after this but first we're gonna go into something funny now Steve Kerr named his son Nick Kerr. 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 Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Nick Kerr. Nick Kerr. Nick. Um. So um. I'm just trying to like understand. That's a wild name. Um. I'm pretty sure. A bunch of black kids was calling that guy nigger, nigger, or a bunch of white kids was calling him nigger. I bet you any money. And on the playground, people were calling him nigger. I would have probably, I would have been calling that white boy nigger just because his name is Nick Kerr. Remember the country Niger? Remember when you were a kid? How were you pronouncing that shit? No one was pronouncing it Niger when you when you learned that when you learned about that country. You're not pronouncing it Niger. You're pronouncing that shit nigger. <laughs> so this guy's name is Nick Kerr. So like imagine. So I feel like I feel like this came from because didn't didn't uh, Michael Jordan slap Steve Kerr? So I feel like as like as a joke or like as a like you know as a callback. He's like you know what I'm saying I'm naming my son Nick now. Nick could be. His grandfather, his favorite uncle's name, it could be it's just a name he was gonna call his child since the beginning. But 
or maybe it was a bet that he had that he lost with someone. He's like, yo, you have to name your son Nick, whatever. The nigga's name is Nick. So in my head, I was like, maybe MJ slapped him. Steve Kerr was like, yeah, I'm naming my son Nick. Watch. So I can just yell out, Nick Kerr, well, don't do that. Nick Kerr, don't fuck. You know what I mean? Nick Kerr, get off that. <laughs> get off. Get, get off the lawn. Nick Kerr, wake your ass up. Nick Kerr, stop being lazy. Nick Kerr, go, get, go, go pull out the chicken. Nick Kerr, listen to your mom. Nick Kerr, where's your homework? Nick Kerr, where you at? I've been waiting for you. (laughs) So just so you can yell out nigger, I swear to God. (laughs) (coughs) I don't think that's true, but I'm just, I'm just joking. I don't think that's true. But like, you don't, y'all don't think that though? Come on, bro. It's too close, man. Nick and Kerr. You know what I mean? It's like rearranging. It's like seeing the word ginger and rearranging. When you rearrange the word ginger, you might get nigger. That's like the one word that you're gonna get, right? You know that. You know that 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 one thing that went viral. They tried to do like a ginger ad, but then they tried to make the words ginger look like kind of like like weird, like disassembled a bit. And then it, 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 you could spell out nigger if you fucking look at it. And it's like a Dr. Umar Johnson meme where the the fucking, the ad is right there. And Dr. Umar Johnson is looking at the ad and he's just staring at it like, you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So basically what I'm saying is Nick Kerr is a very, is a very wild name for a white boy. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's like a man named Harry Richard. Harry Dick. Like that's... You're really gonna call your kid Harry? If your last name is Richard, you're really gonna call your kid Harry? You know what I'm saying? You can call your kid Harry so kids can call him Harry Dick for the rest of his life and people can really call him Harry Dick when he gets older? You don't want that for your child. And also, parents, why do you name your children weird-ass fucking names? They didn't ask for that name too. You know what? This 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 episode is called. We didn't ask for this. We didn't ask to be here. We didn't ask for the fucking name you gave us. Like I don't understand. We didn't ask to go to school. We didn't ask for any of this shit. And y'all be forcing us to do half of this shit. And then y'all don't really. But then, but then, like I'm I'm gonna like it's it's annoying. And speaking of school. Speaking of school, guys, um, Uvalde police. Now, there's an article that I seen, and this shit pissed me off. Not an article, but a tweet, and it's from a reporter, so it's like it's official. But it's been fucking pissing me off every time I see this shit, yo. Like, I don't get it, and I never knew how to spell Uvalde till this shit happened. And like, and every and the thing thing is that that's pissing me off is that, and it's it's kind of weird, right? Like, it's kind of weird, you know what I mean? Like, there is a, there's a cover-up happening right before our eyes. There is a cover-up. I repeat, there's a cover-up happening right before our eyes. These guys are trying to cover up what happened. Do you guys understand what's going on? 
they're trying to cover up what the fuck happened. So you you mean to tell me a real nigga like me, a nigga that has a, a brain and sense, right? Nigga that knows that all these, most of these officers, these sheriffs and shit go through tactical training and they've been upgrading their training ever since they started. Tactical training. You know that training where, oh, you see a civilian, you don't shoot, but you see a criminal, you shoot and you can identify a criminal and a civilian, right? Which is why some cops are shoot to, are quick to shoot and most of the criminals they show are probably black people or people wearing black so the moment. You know what I mean? If you look at the psychology of it, if you break that shit down, why police tend to shoot black people more than white people and they apprehend a white subject is because of those, those the, the tactical training they go through. Most of the people are wearing black or they are black. So you're going to, when you see black, your brain is going to go black, boom, right? But that's just another logical explanation as to why a cop, a white cop might shoot another black guy right it's not racism it's it's training it's literally a training you know what i mean and there's a lot of instances where cops say some racist outlandish shit because they see this shit every day to the point where they become desensitized to it they become so desensitized to it you're gonna hear them say some wild fucking shit you know what i mean it happens whatever field you're in you, people, you become more desensitized to it and you're going to see a lot more bullshit and hear a lot more people say some bullshit and they're not going to give a fuck. It's going to happen. So, breaking news. This is from the New York Times. The head of Texas's state police called the police response to the Uvalde shooting an absolute failure that ran counter to decades of training. See what I said? He said officers wasted time looking for a classroom door key that was never needed. Wow. This is this is an update because I read another article and the other article said that these guys had a bunch of these guys had a bunch of these guys had a bunch of um what's that shit called? Anyways, let's just read the article. Why not? So articles by J. David Goodman. What a good man. <laughs> see what I see what I did there? David David Goodman. Alright. So Austin, Texas, the head of the Texas State Police on Tuesday offered a pointed and emphatic rebuke of the police response to a shooting last month at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, calling it an abject failure that ran counter to decades of training. We gotta gotta take a couple steps for this one. In his comments before a special state senate committee in Austin, because they have to answer to the shooting, and the public's been, you know, Stephen McCraw, the director of the Department of Public Safety, provided the most complete public account of yet, yet of his agency's month-old investigation and a forceful argument that officers at the scene could have and should have, they fucking should have, confronted the gunman without delay after arriving. No shit, Sherlock. <clears throat> Just minutes after a gunman began shooting children on May 24, RIP, condolences, he said the officers at the scene had enough firepower to pro- and protective equipment to storm into the classrooms. They could have scared him off because he's a coward. They could have done whatever they could have done 
but okay. The only thing stopping a hallway of dedicated offices from entering room 1111, 111 and 112. I think those were the rooms where this shit happened. So that means 111 and 112. That means the shooter just walked in, found a room and started shooting. So it was a random, <clears throat> random like room that he walked into. Um, was the on-scene commander. So the only thing, the, the only thing stopping a hallway of dedicated officers from entering room 111 and 112 was an on-scene commander. But the commander decided to put the lives of officers ahead of the lives of children, he said, delaying the confrontation with the gunmen for more than an hour while he waited for a key that was never needed. Bro, they're gonna get a hell of a lawsuit. Yo, you're telling me... Hold on, let me stop right here. Actually, you know what? What else is there? No, no, we have to keep going in because these niggas... What? A key that was never needed? Are you... You're telling me you're waiting an hour for someone to give you a key while the school's on fucking lockdown. You fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. No one's leaving their classroom. The school's on fucking lockdown. You have a class where this kid, guy's just shooting random fucking kids, killing them, killing them, killing them for an hour, getting his pick of the litter, and you have the audacity to wait for a fucking key? Most of the victims appear to have been shot in the gunman's first few minutes in the classroom, but Mr. McCraw's testimony addressed a central and painful question that still hung over the massacre and the delayed police response. One that investigators have attempted to answer through interviews with the officers and reviews of video. Were the doors to the classrooms locked, preventing police officers from entering in time to save others? I, and then he says, I don't believe, based on the information that we have right now, that the door was ever secured. Mr. McCraw said of the classroom door that the gunman entered. The door was unsecured. Holy fuck. So, wow. So the door was unsecured. He said classroom doors in the school ordinarily would have been set with a key to lock automatically when closed. But the gunman had been able to enter the classroom. He noted, suggesting that either the door had not been set to lock or was not fully closed. A teacher had made a request before the shooting that the lock be fixed. Yo, bro. Bro, this whole thing is fishy. So, yo, so apparently... What they're saying is, okay, let's let's continue. Okay, let's continue. Sorry, guys. He said, adding that the lock was not broken, but the so-called strike plate was dysfunctional, requiring someone to pull on it to get it closed. In any case, he said, there's no way to lock the door from the inside, and there's no way for the subject to lock the door from the inside. Mr. McCraw focuses blame on the on-scene commander, who he had, whom he identified as the chief of Uvalde School District Police Department, Pete Arredondo who he said was the highest ranking person at the scene. The chief has said he did not consider himself in charge, but Mr. McCraw disputed that if you're going to issue commands, if you're going to direct action, you're the on-scene commander. The delayed confrontation with the government, Mr. McCraw said, was antithetical to everything we have learned over the past two decades since the Columbine massacre in 1999. Several of the senators re reacted with shock and anger. Every shot is a death, Senator Ball 
Betancourt, a Republican from the suburbs of Houston, said, and yet this incident commander finds every reason to do nothing. I challenge this chief to testify in public, Mr. Betancourt said loudly at one point, referring to Chief Arredondo. Oh, he's going to commit suicide. The chief was also in the state capitol on Tuesday, testifying before a closed-door hearing of the Texas House Investigatory Committee. He did not speak to the news media before or after. Fuck no. <laughs> a lawyer for Chief Arredondo. Arredondo, Arredondo. Didn't you fuck up, though? Didn't you fuck up, though? Arredondo. No. <laughs> did not respond to their request for comment. And the chief, who recently was seated as a member of the Ubaldi City Council, has said he does not want to discuss the case further until the investigation has been completed. Shut the fuck up. At a city council meeting on Tuesday evening, Uvalde's mayor, Don McLaughlin, called, I don't know how I know how to pronounce that. I, I, is it McLaughlin or McLaughlin? I think it's McLaughlin. McLaughlin. <laughs> McLaughlin? I think it's McLaughlin. Is it McLaughlin or McLaughlin? I don't know. I'm going to post a clip about me saying that. Is it McLaughlin or McLaughlin? Cause it's spelled MC Laughlin, and but I know a McGla- Sarah McLaughlin when I see Sarah McLaughlin. If I put if you put Sarah in front of this, I'll be like, oh, Sarah McLaughlin. I don't know. Called the legislative hearing a bozo, bozo the clown show, and a farce, and placed the blame on the Uvalde School District Police, but did not address the role of the officers from the Department of Public Safety, and several other agencies who are also on the scene. I also actually wonder. Who the hell is in charge of this investigation? Because you can't get a straight answer, the mayor said, visibly upset. Mr. McLaughlin warned that the gloves are off and that he would do he would no longer remain silent about what the city knows about the shooting, given that the state continued to release information but had not briefed him since May 24th. He said that McGraw had lied and leaked in, in order to distance his own troopers and rages from the response. The mayor also said he... It was his understanding that Rob Elementary would be demolished based on a discussion he had with the superintendent. You can never ask a child to go back or a teacher to go back in that school ever. The council voted on Tuesday not to offer a leave of absence to Chief Arredondo, who was not who has not attended council meetings since he was sworn in not long after the shooting. The decision means he could be forced to give up his seat after three missed meetings. Uh-oh. The earlier testimony by Mr. McGraw in Austin, which la- which lasted more than four hours, was unusually um, was unusually charged because it followed weeks of little to no official updates on the investigation and came after what had been an halting and troubled initial effort by its top state officials to provide details about the shooting. All right, so oh my God. Now you got Rick Perry. Uh, hold on. So McGraw brought a poster board showing a timeline of the shooting and the police response at the school. Okay. I'm trying to see what else is there. Um, okay, so so okay, they they're giving a timeline. Okay. John Rosenthal, Democratic member of the Texas House, was following the hearing from afar, took an opposite lesson. Tell me again how arming our teachers is your solution to the gun violence problem. The problem is the guns. 
The outline presented by Mr. McGraw confirmed details first reported by the New York Times over a series of articles during the past month, including that the officers who first made it inside the school two minutes after the gunman had AR-15 style rifles and that shields that could have been used to protect the officers making an entry into the classroom had arrived before 12 p.m., nearly an hour before officers finally went in. Mr. McGraw also presented new details such as the exact time that Chief Arredondo went into the school at 11.36, three minutes after the gunman entered the classrooms and began firing. So three minutes into the whole shebang bang, these guys were already there. The timeline also noted that by 11.54, a Texas Ranger was inside the school, one of at least 12 members of the state police who responded between the time when the gunman began shooting in classrooms at 11.33 and when officers killed him at 12.50. So, he's, um, so they, okay, so Ardando said that the classrooms had been locked and that he knew this because he had another officer that had checked both doors. He said that he then focused on finding keys, testing dozens of them, he said, in an effort to find one that would work on the doors. Eventually, one was located and was used by the team and that entered the classroom and killed the gunman. So, moreover, you don't need a key. So someone said you don't need a key. Tuesday's hearing represented the first public comments on the investigation in several weeks. This is, this is a long article. So, ah, okay. Someone said, based on the... Someone asked, Mr. Menendez asked, based on the 100 rounds that he shot in a short time period, could he have done as much damage with a bat or a knife or a revolver? Mr. Menendez asked. Could he have killed as many people? And they said, no, Mr. McGraw answered. That is how you end an article. That was a very good article. I'm going to probably properly read that. And and I want to really I want to really put emphasis on this because, you know, sometimes you got to you got to you got to leave with a rant. You know, if you're going to be ranting all pod, you got to leave with a rant because I want people to understand this. So, and let's look at it like this. Let's look at what, what was said. So you're telling me that the officers said that they needed a key to get in to the classroom. Apparently, that fucking door, now it could have been, they could have thought that they needed a key. But apparently they didn't need a key because that door in the classroom was already broken. And how, you know what I mean? So if you already broken into a classroom, the, the, the lock on the door is already broken. He's shooting left and right in there, right? And he's taking his pick of the litter. These guys, all they had to do was check if the door is open. Literally a quick procedure. Duck down your head. While you hear the gunshots happening, check if the door's open, if you can open the door. If you could open the door, y'all niggas go in there and mob. Some of y'all are gonna get shot. Some of y'all are gonna get hurt. He has an AR fucking 15. I understand that. Some of you are thinking about your children, your wives, your own children. But think about these people's children. They're, they're children too. You guys spend a whole hour not doing anything, bro? The nigga, yo, the, the guy came in at 11.50-ish. That's when he popped in there. You guys didn't kill him till 12.50, till a whole hour. And you guys were in there within three minutes. 
You guys were in the school with it. You guys were ready in three minutes. There was just a mass shooting that happened. I know you guys were ready to go. There's no fucking way that you guys dropped the ball that fucking bad, yo. And you guys needed a key that was not needed. So, Uvalde police, y'all dropped the ball so fucking bad. And all that, all them kids, all them kids, that blood is on your hands. That blood is on your fucking hands. I'm telling you guys. Dude, what the fuck? Like, that blood is on your hands. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. To serve and protect. You're not serving. You weren't serving and you weren't protecting. And I bet you there was a bunch of officers that were like, yo, let's go in there. Let's go in there. But the commanding officer was like, no, we need a key. We need a key. We need to find a key. Nigga, no, you guys didn't need a key. You guys could have just figured out a way to open the door. That's it. Or or you could have, I don't know, that's not safe because a kid could have been right by the door. But you guys could have figured it out. You guys could have did some shit to where... You guys are trying to force the door open and the gunman ha- the gunman panics and he shoots himself in the head. Something like that. Because most of these guys are cowards. They're going to kill themselves. They can't take confrontation, which is why they're confronting innocent people. Innocent children. Innocent grocery store workers. Innocent people at a hospital. Well, one, well, that guy, that one was more... It wasn't more... It wasn't random. It was more like, this motherfucker fucked my surgery up. The hospital ain't going to pay because ho- you already know the hospitals, they deal with a lot of lawsuits with bot surgeries and all this type of shit. They ain't trying to go through another one of them. And then, boom. And this is the thing about this economy and the whole money shit. Money, 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 money. People throwing money in your face. And here's my dose of medicine for the, for the end of the pot. Money, 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 money. Is the root of all this bullshit is what's going is what I'm was what I'm kind of thinking, right? Everything is always a procedure or a this or a that. There's no nobility anymore. Everything is no. We have to do it by the book, even though you know that motherfucker's guilty. There should be a you know that motherfucker guilty law where you've seen the person do it. It's on video. It's on tape. You see the motherfucker do it. Why should that person go to trial? Why? It's money. If you don't give him a fair trial, he could sue. He could get money. Also, that same person could sell the rights to his shit. And then niggas could start making movies off of that shit. Or making television shows off of that shit. Or making whatever. And that to me is fucking crazy how this economy works. Right? So my medicine for for y'all. For y'all to like, you know, for y'all to take. For y'all to understand. For y'all to, you know to deal with is that don't take life for granted do not take life for granted this this, and also don't being nice is one thing right but being dumb is another thing you can't be nice and you can't be an idiot at the same time you can be a nice person but you can't be stupid you can be stupid but you can't be nice you understand what I'm saying? That combination is deadly right now. People are hungry. People are moving wassy. People are well, not wassy, but people are moving weird. People are just on some next shit. People are just moving on some next shit. And 
and I literally try to understand every day on a daily basis why why people move the way they move and why they act the way they act and it's literally just money circumstance people are going through a lot of shit and they feel like you know since i'm going through this shit i gotta inflict as much pain as i can on other people which is evil i don't understand that i personally don't understand that if i'm having a bad day and i walk into a store and the lady gives me attitude Chances are, I'm not going to snap on the lady. I might give her a rude comment, but I'm not going to snap on the lady. She's having a bad day. I'm having a bad day. Two bad days collide. Now we have, now we're both arguing with each other on the street or we're both arguing each other in the store. No, just because I'm having a bad day doesn't mean that, and you're having a bad day doesn't mean that we both should have a worse day. You know what I mean? That's basically what I'm trying to say. That's basically what I'm trying to say, you know what I mean? Like, just because you're having a bad day, next guy's having a bad day, does not mean that we all should have a fucking worse day. Because now you're arguing and shit, and then the people around you are like, oh my God, and then it creates this whole different type of thing, you know what I mean? So like, once you get to that point where you try to try to have some type of balance, You'll understand that, first off, this whole money thing, you need it for what you want to do in life, like your ho- like your side shit, your hobbies, and you need it to pay your bills. End of the day. So end of the day, you got to make money. You got to figure out the best ways to make money, the easiest ways to make money, but you have to make money. You know what I mean? However, it ain't the end all be all. You need to figure out what your end goal is, your end game, as, as fucking um, Doctor Strange likes to say. And you just go from there. And also, speaking of Doctor Strange, yo, you motherfuckers on Twitter that just be like posting the videos and posting the shit that happens and all this shit, you motherfuckers, man, I'm gonna, yo, if I knew where you guys live, man, I'm telling you, if I knew where you motherfuckers that like to spoil movies, spoil TV shows, if I knew where you guys fucking live, bro, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Because you guys are very fucking annoying. You guys want to be the first to tweet some shit. The first to talk about some shit. That a lot of people already watch. They're just trying not to ruin it for other people. Because some people might not have the money to watch it. Might have to wait to watch it. Might be too busy to watch it. All of those things. It's been out for a month. You still haven't watched it? No, nigga. I didn't watch it. I didn't. Oh, it's been out for three months. No, nigga, I didn't. Why are you tweeting about it? There's been a bunch of shit that came out three months ago. You could tweet about that shit. Like, an episode will drop. And niggas will start talking about the episode the moment the shit drops. And it's like, now it's like it's like a thing where people are like, yo, let's let's spoil it as much as we can just so we can piss people off, yo. Yo, you want to piss people off? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm telling you, you're going to get learned one day. God's going to show you, mother. I'm telling you, God is going to show a lot of you motherfuckers the hard way how fucking life works. Yes, I asked how pissed off I am about people spoiling movies. God is going to show you motherfuckers. And then the man posted the video in 4 fucking K, so I can't even get the image out of my head. It's not even like a shit quality image. So it's just like, what are we doing here, bro? And now I'm like, okay, what? Now I'm like, okay, what happened? Now I'm intrigued. And now it's, it's fucking 3 a.m. in the morning. And I'm, I want to watch the movie. But the movie's fucking three hours long. And I got fucking work. 
tomorrow at 12. So I got to figure out what I'm going to do. Do I want to watch the shit for an hour and go to sleep and then be fucking wanting to watch the rest? Or, you know what? Stop spoiling movies, motherfuckers. That's all I'm trying to say, you know? And, yeah. Stop spoiling movies. Money is not everything. Your, your well-being and your happiness is everything. That is what it is. Your well-being and your happiness is everything. I see motherfuckers working at fucking KFC, Taco Bell, wherever, and they're, they're thriving, they're moving, they're doing, they're killing it. They don't give a fuck, and they're getting paid 15 an hour, but they're working like 60-hour weeks. So it's not like they're not getting money. You know what I mean? Because look at it like this. If let's, let's, let's break it down. Right? Money talk. Money talk. Money talk. Money talk. So... I don't know, that was just a quick money money thing, whatever. Let's pull up the calculator. Because this, this is Canadian minimum wage, right? I think, hold on, let me, look, let me look up Ontario minimum wage. Ontario minimum wage. Wage, 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 wage. 15.5 15. an hour. So that's not, that's not bad, actually. So, right? And you work 50 hours. They work probably 50, 260. They don't, they, I'm, I'm pretty sure. And and you get overtime after 40 hours. But let's say you work the 44 hours a week. Right? And then, so 44 hours a week, you get 682. This is before taxes. Multiply that by two because most people are bi-weekly. So you're getting 1300 a month. No, 1300 every two weeks. With times that by two, so you're getting twenty seven hundred every month, which is contrary to believe. That's a lot more money than a lot of people might think. Than 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 some kitchen workers, because most kitchen workers once once you hit that forty two hour forty four hour mark, they get you the fuck out of there because they're already paying you like eighteen an hour. You know what I mean? So like. When you look at, like, fast food workers, you can't really look at down on them, really, because they make just as much as a fucking kitchen worker. A kitchen worker makes... <clears throat> a person that works in the kitchen, because it's tip-out, you'll make three to four grand a month. <clears throat> Guaranteed. If you're a full-time kitchen worker, you're going to... You're going to make money. You're, there's going to be days where you're going to have set hours. There's going to be days where you're going to have little... Maybe days where you might be going OT, so they might kick you out early. All that type of shit. But you're always gonna get, you're gonna make at least three to four grand a month. If you work 40 hours a week, you're gonna make three to four grand a month. Guaranteed. So, contrary to belief, man, there are people that are working, like even Timmy's, all them places, and, and some places, they probably been working there for like a couple years, so they get they get a raise every year, they get a raise every year, they get a raise every year. So contrary to popular belief, you could you could work at a fast food spot and get paid 20 an hour after like fucking five years, and you could be chilling, and you could be getting paid more than a guy that's fucking flipping burgers at a different spot that's a restaurant and he's probably getting 18 an hour and he's getting fucking yelled at 
He's getting abused when you work at a corporation type of shit or a franchise or whatever. So <clears throat> I don't judge. And like the whole and also the Uber shit. Like I've I've been trying to like see how like how do these niggas make money, right? And I wanna Google it. I'm gonna Google it. Uber eats minimum oh they have a minimum wage. Okay. So according to Indeed, Ubers, so Uber workers and like gig workers, oh, Ontario is set to, Ontario was set to drop a, and that's where I'm from, Ontario, Canada, they're set to drop a 15 minimum wage for gig workers. So it's no longer, so if I'm doing Uber Eats for an hour, I'm getting $15 an hour and I'm gonna get paid per delivery, I think. So I get the tip out, I get the whatever. Cause I think they pay you per delivery and you get you get the tips or some shit like that, right? You get to share the tips. But I know for a fact that if they, you get 15, if they make Uber Eats $15 an hour, a lot of people are gonna be doing it. $15 an hour plus I get um, the benefits of getting a tip. And I get the benefits of per <clears throat> per delivery. I get like maybe like well, I don't know. I don't know how it goes. Depending on the delivery, like five ten dollars. Like so, if you get five ten dollars because there's a delivery fee. That delivery fee I think goes to you, right? So the delivery fee, let's say if it's like three four dollars, so you get three four dollars per delivery plus per hour. So if you work a fucking you can you could work like ten hours. You can work no, not ten hours. Who's gonna work ten hours like that? But you could work eight hour shifts if you wanted to. Work 40 hours a week and you can make bank. So it's like you can look at what someone does and judge them, but just because you know what I mean, and I'm not saying bank as in like they're making a lot of money, I'm saying bank as in like you have enough to pay your bills, you can save a bit, you know what I mean? You can go out to eat, you can live a somewhat comfortable life, you know what I mean? And there's always opportunities, right? So you can find some other shit to do, you can do shit on the side. Nowadays, you have to do something on the side, whether it's a hobby that can lead to something or whether it's not. Anyways, guys, <clears throat> I think that's it for the pod. I have nothing else to say, man. I had enough to say today, but I had enough to say today. I think that's it. I think I, we should close it out with a, with, a, with a song. You know what I'm saying? We should close it out with a song. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Oh, let's do, let's do it like this. I wish I knew a song that was called that. You know what? We're gonna play this. We're gonna have to. We have to play this. You guys ready? In honor of Scarface. In honor of Scarface. Aha! This this when the money started coming in. Tony Montana. Alright guys. This has been an amazing pod. I hope you guys had an amazing time because this is DJ Dr. Eves bringing the medicine to the fiends. But yeah, we're out here. This is supposed to be a chill pod, but it turned into a reckless pod, you already know. And just just keep going guys. Keep pushing it. Keep pushing man. Push it to the limit, my niggas. Open up that limit, nigga. 
Yeah, I might watch this movie again, yeah. The world is yours, bro. Gina Montana's beauty, yeah. Beauty salon. He's just opening business after business with that money. Look at Michelle Pfeiffer. All right, guys. That's been a pod. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all stay blessed. Till then, this was the doctor. This was the IVP with Dr. IBZ, the Imperfect Vent Podcast.